What a day. So they just started. You're in for a okay, treat. Here we go. Yeah, we're, that's all right. I'll line this up somehow. Just clap now if you don't mind. Nice. Content catch up. Friends and enemies, welcome back. I feel like I say that every week. Don't I, Barker? We're joined well, by Michael Barker. Similar intro. Hey, everyone. Yeah, good to be back. Uh, thanks yeah. for having me, Jules. That's all right. It's a pleasure to have you now. You'll have to forgive us. So my my internet is terrible here in Coburg. So it's flooded, we, isn't we, it? it the, the NBN's gone. It's uh, it's, <laughs> it's floated, floated away. The um, so we're doing this. We're recording via Riverside, which is a lovely platform. Um, however, just to make sure things go a bit smoothly, we're we're actually doing no video or low data mode, which is a little strange because I I can't see you, Michael. Um, it's, it's a bit sad, isn't it? It's a bit sad, but I guess it's for the good of the show. It is. You put the content catch-up show first, but it is a bit odd just looking at myself. I don't mind it, but it's not <laughs> yeah. an ideal situation. I didn't think. Now, I want to kick this off just, just with something for me, a little bit of me time. I've got some good news. Okay. Well, what's happening? So, after probably like nearly two seasons of you giving me shit for my my camera always cutting out... Yeah. Um, this afternoon, I'm picking up a webcam. Oh, congrats. Talk us through it. Uh, webcam's cool again. I thought webcam... You know, we talked about this offline when we finished recording, yep. but there's a bit of... I think people just think webcams are cheap and um, a bit nasty, but what's the latest? Did you find a good one? Well, I think so. I did, I did a bit of research, and I've gone with the uh, Logitech Streamcam. Um, they good. No, I don't it know. It seems good. <laughs> I don't know. It does like that 1080p shit. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, well done. That's that's a correct term. Um, so I, I found one on so brand new. They're about I think one eighty to two hundred somewhere in that range. I uh, found one on marketplace for eighty bucks, brand new, sealed. So I'm going to go pick it up this arvo. Nice. So you going to the individual's house? I I got a message them and they're going to to determine a drop off point. Isn't marketplace a funny? Odd. A funny thing to do. I remember dropping off something. Oh, well, it was like my old Xbox with a bunch of games at like a rogue petrol station to this like mother, like obviously for mm. her kids. It just felt so dodgy once. It does feel dodgy, but I also would prefer to, to meet up at like some random place rather than yeah. um, go to this person's house and maybe not make it back alive. I'll okay. take the lovely Marnie Olsen Young with me just for some port, but... Um, <laughs> Extra protection. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if shit goes down, she's not going to be very helpful. No, I think she'd, I don't know, is it appropriate to say she's got a nasty side? She'd, she'd defend A little you. scrapper? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I could, I could imagine a bit. That's a compliment, Marnes, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good news for the listeners and for me, I think. I would, instead of standing, uh, staring at this blank screen, it's just me next to it. Hopefully we'll have a nice, crisp Logitech yeah. uh, camera from you next week. We'll see how we go, and that means no more getting up halfway through the show and having to adjust the camera. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and maybe that. I'll be in focus for once. <laughs> I, I think it's got all round positives, so that's great yeah. news. Um, but yeah, that that's about it from me, Barks. How how are you going? I'm going well. I'm uh, tested negative Friday, which was just amazing. Ooh. We didn't quite get the ten likes on your on the tweet of yeah. the new episode. And just a refresher: if we did get ten likes, that means I was kicking a lease. Um, lovely fiance. I don't usually use that term. My fiance. Fiance. 
nice accent. Um, she was going to go on the couch. I slept on the couch for 10 nights or something. So, I mean, I'm a bit of a trooper, but I got through on the other end. Bed was wonderful and I'm, I'm, I'm back. back. Yeah. You're back better than ever. Um, slightly depressing that we didn't get 10 likes on a post, but you know, you can't, you can't always win them all, can you? It's the old thing of like, we, we might get, I don't know, 12 listens to the episode, but put 12 people in a room, Jules. That seems pretty impressive. Yeah. Just, Keep your head uh, up. I don't know. Keep your um, head up. But that's about my week. So back to the office tomorrow, hopefully see your face and see the team's yeah. faces. So And right in time for the AFL preseason. I know they needed a call up, so I was hoping I'd uh, be healthy for that. So I'll be joining in the boys tomorrow morning. Oh, God. It's uh, first day of preseason. Can't wait to see you rep the 2K time trial. It'll be big. I think I'll be up there. Do you reckon? Yeah. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon you might win it. You Just would. Just on the back <laughs> You Maybe, quite nah, literally would. You would. No, nah, there's no chance. There's no chance at all. All right, um, enough rubbish. Um, is there anything else, no, any other notes from your week, Jules, or should we get into content? I don't think there's much else. Yeah, I could I hear think you so. think, I could hear you like tapping and thinking, but I couldn't say anything. I thought you dropped yeah. out for a second. Oh, also, I've got a, I've got a big surprise for you later in the show. Jeez, you're throwing things at me today. I'm, I'm mate, feeling this mate, energy from you. I have come really well prepared to this one. So okay. um, I've gone away and, and done something special for you. But let's jump into con- <laughs> some content first. You're a bit we? weird. <laughs> you're oh, a bit weird mate. this morning. I've got this going. All right, I'm jumping in first. Um, yep. I think everyone would have seen this pop up um, in their feeds over the last couple of days. Um, it's this amazing piece from Ryan Lynn Design, this animation for um, illustration and animation um, for the Eagles v. the Colts in the NFL. Have a look at this. How cool is this? Wow. This is so, like, it's like a frame-by-frame frame thing. Uh, it'd be like it's the old style um, – how do I explain this? So this is what they like an anime style animation, I guess. Um, for those just listening, it's a, a player in a uh, like a Indy 500 car, uh, like an F1 car, eagles flying over the top, and they're going down a racetrack that looks like a football field. Um, it's like this anime style animation. So, Barks, it's not like frame by frame. What they do is they just draw elements and they kind of just make them move to give it that so sense impressive. of motion. Yeah. Um, it's it's super super cool. It's like, oh, I, I this is one of the best game day graphics I've I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, it's game day. I didn't even yeah that, yeah. Well, obviously, what else would it be? Yeah. But that's good. That's really clever. Um, yeah. Wonder if they're going to hold themselves to something that impressive every game day. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't even know if like the Eagles commissioned this or they um or that they've just like. Like let this guy's gone and, and done, dive. yeah, gone out and done yeah. it on his own, yeah. I, I really like that though. Like it, it's sort of a win-win for both situations. If you can get a free, from a team's perspective, a, a free amazing animation, um, mm. and then on the other end of the freelancer's perspective, to have a massive club post it and hopefully credit them, it's yeah, it's a win-win. I, I like it. What are your thoughts on um, clubs using freelancers as part of their like? Um, game day or like you've obviously got team designers what, what are your thoughts on like going external and, and finding someone with like these specialties i love it i love it i don't really see a negative like 
if you don't have people on the team that and, and if you don't have the people on the team maybe necessarily with this skill set um maybe they could use it as like an opportunity to for those people to learn it from this person for example so i think you mm. can like go about it in different ways Do you, i don't really see any negatives though are there any i don't think so like i used to think that it was a bit of a negative um however like you're right in, like in what sense I, Okay, so like I'll probably put it this way. For stuff like this, which is really niche, like um, animation, illustration, maybe even like some 3D stuff, you know how people are – like that's an expertise. Yeah. I have no no issue going out and like getting a freelance freelancer to do it. Like a – yeah, whatever it might be. Like if you were to go and approach this Ryan Lind guy and be like, I would love something like this. Yeah. Um, however, if it's just like standard graphics, I feel like – that's a bit of a cop out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not going to get like a uh, freelance video producer to do something I could do because it's a bit, bit yeah, odd. Correct. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair uh, enough. I think the niche um, animation, the animation side of it, the, because there's the real experts with the animation, isn't there? Like you wouldn't expect a standard graphic designer or video producer to be able to produce that quality. So I think that's, yeah, great. Yeah. I think that's, that's my point. But like, love to see more clubs do stuff like that. Um, and really, it all comes down to planning, doesn't it? Like you've got to really have an, an eye for what's coming up and what you want to achieve. Yeah, I think like the big like round one, first games of the season, that type of stuff is a great. Um, gee, I hope this is in your Instagram, Jules, because you're going nuts on your notifications. <laughs> nah, sorry, I'm I'm logging into the the, the Carlton. <laughs> Carlton. Um, yeah, good stuff for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, this is my second one, and it, it kind of like builds into that what we were talking about last week about like easy but clever content um seven afl uh broadcaster of the australian football league have just put this like little post together in a, in a b-reel style obviously not actual b-reels but they've matched like specific moments from the year with like uh, reactions from the crowd or or players or whatever it might be um again it's just like i really like it's just kind of wholesome yeah, yeah. it's it's just not this one's my favorite, Nathan Buckley and, and Robbo, the journalist. Um, again, not difficult content, just a smart use of like, um, I don't know, just current content. trends. Yeah, yeah. And as not we hard, spoke about not flashy. Life, yeah, and it relates to what your example last week, evergreen content. It's the hardest stuff to do, but that's mm. I saw it during the week. It's such an easy thing to do, but um, and to have like the screenshots of the low quality stuff as well like it's not the produced like it feels like yeah. the b-real phone examples so I, I enjoy that generally yeah um yeah that's that's probably about it for content for me michael barker um nice should we jump yours. into yours yeah let's do it let's do a bit something a bit better than yours no i've got a few bits so we'll start off with our great friend david Selzner. for those that don't remember we've we've talked about him a couple of times he's a video producer slash Content wizard, I'll just I'll just say, because he's very impressive what he does. He, I think when we first talked about him, he was with the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA. Now he's with the Phoenix Suns, so jump ship. But during the week, um, Jules, he's not only is he great at what he does, but he's great at sort of um, trying to help young creatives and um, the industry as a whole. So um, I think at the, the end of past seasons, we've got questions from people sort of asking for tips to get in the industry. And we'll focus about tips to get into the the club land, not the industry as a whole. But mm. um, yeah, so David during the week gave a bit of a thread, five tips to um, 
he'd, his best advice to give to young creatives as he's tweeted and he's worked at the NFL and NBA. So it relates to Australia, AFL, NRL, what have you. Um, so we'll just quickly go down the the list of um, advice from David. Uh, we don't really need to get anyone's, or well, you can give me your opinion as we go, but I just thought it was worthwhile reading out to our listeners because it's something we've talked about in the past. So mm-hmm. first tip, clout does not equal talent. Uh, in on brackets, in brackets, he could write a book on this alone. But overall, just keep creating work you love, and the right people will see it at the right time. Um, number two, be a good person. I unfortunately have to say this one, but one negative experience can ruin job opportunities that you might ne- that you might never even hear about. Number That's three, a good one. I like I like yeah. that one. But yeah, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um. Number three, I, I like really like this one too. The grind isn't real. So. This is something that it's probably just known about, I guess, the AFL world as well, that you know people really sort of have to churn out work and people often burn out. So his point number three is the grind isn't real. At some point we have to realize that working 15 hours a day isn't glorifying and it might just be terrible planning. And as a, um, I love my organization and sort of planning and I, I, love that, I love that point. Number four, your health is the most important thing. Take it more seriously than your work. Great. Love it. Number five, learn. Oh, learn more. I see photographers that refuse to do video and vice versa. The more you learn, the more it will help you in the job search. And number six, sorry, I said five, you got six. Six, lastly, creative is subjective. Have fun with the process and never get away from creating the things that you love. The goal is sustainable. The goal is sustainable income with something you love, not fame. Bit of good insight. Mm. Any thoughts? Interesting last one. Interesting last one. Yeah. Um, the the goal is sustainable income with something you love, not fame. I think some people try to or oh, focus too much on Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think so. Known. I think there's a fine fine line. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean I'm all for people promoting and sharing their work. I do it myself, you do it. But at what point yeah, like as long as you re- recognize that you are just one part of a whole team like working yeah. towards something. I think it's not about individual um, success or whatever it might be. I find um, that real that one difficult though because you, you sort of have to be in the individual's brain as to why they're sort of posting about themselves. Like, um, like the other side of it is that it's obviously you're sort of just what's that saying? Like you're just you're just a uh, custodian or like the cog in the. Like oh, you're yeah, just, yeah. yeah, like you're part of a bigger machine and I love people sort of saying, hey, like I did this, like it, what, yes, a part of a team, but um, mm. sort of just showcasing yourself and also you could relate things to like it's not the biggest paid industry. You're not, you probably are not getting the recognition that some yeah. might feel you deserve. So there's two sides of it, but I do agree. It depends why you're posting about yourself and why you're posting your own work. Yeah. The number four, the health is your most important thing. I agree. Like, and that's not just physical health, that's mental health of like, yeah, how much time you're putting into things, and um, yeah, like how what you're doing away from your job to make sure you you do stay fresh, because that it also leads into that like creativity is subjectivity, and it should be fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree, um, and it sort of lends itself to number three about the grind isn't real because I I think that was one of my favorite because mm. it's like we all just accept that people do these massive days and massive amount of hours, and it's sort of just like oh that's part of working in the business but he's trying to point out that there's a comes a point that let's stop celebrating that like we have to try to change yeah 
See, like I, I feel like maybe what he's getting at, and correct me if I'm wrong, is like you still grind, right? But like it's not grinding for 15 hours a day. Like you're working yeah. hard, and you should be working hard to be in this industry. Like, um, you shouldn't just be taking it for granted because you're getting. Uh, it does sound like uh, it is a job. Like that's fine, but it's a job that you're kind of lucky to have found like you've earned it but you've got to yeah. work to keep it and yeah. work to like keep getting better at it yeah i think i think you're right it's not saying it's not about hard work it's just how i guess how you work hard in a sense yeah 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 um so yeah we can put that we can link that in our socials or we, i think i even retweeted during the week so yeah. that's on our socials but just a really good list of advice from uh the man himself david sozana so that was the first I- bit of Content. The second is just a really important one that I wanted to touch mm. on during the week. I'd be surprised if you didn't see this because it quite literally went globally. But um, Melbourne United player Isaac Humphrey. So he, during the week, became the first, I think this is right, the first male professional basketball player to come out as gay. And yep. I think it was, it's not really like content, but it's just sort of it's just sort of cool to see how content can help it. So mm. um, I've linked the video, Jules, but we probably don't need to. I mean, we can watch it in our own time or maybe maybe even link. Um, I'll chuck a, a little bit of the sound in, into the show. A few years ago, I fell into a very dark place, a very lonely place. I couldn't be who I am and, and I attempted to take my life. And the main reason behind me becoming so low and and being in that point is because I was very much struggling with my sexuality and coming to terms with the fact that I'm gay and I hated it about myself I was disgusted at myself I thought that I could you're right I think most people would have seen this by now it's it's fucking it's you're right it's not like they haven't done anything fancy with it but they've really understood the moment and what it means um, I just like good on him for, for being so. You know, it shouldn't be this, but like it shouldn't be this big yeah. thing. But good on him for being so brave to like come that's, out and and do this so publicly. Yeah, that's what that's what I've heard and myself. I've thought this as well. But there's, there's sort of different layers to this because it'd be great if it wasn't even a thing for mm. this to be a big. Um, you can see how how many people it's reached by even the Twitter mm. um world, but. Yeah, multiple layers to this. Firstly, like it also, um, sadly, like it relates to mental health of people and that he even at one point tried to take his own life because he just wasn't comfortable and struggling with who he was. And I think it also lends itself to the relationship with the 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 video team or the content team and the professional, um, like the, the coaches and the actual basketball team. Like mm. that doesn't happen without that relationship and trust between the content team and the actual coaches and players and everything. So I think that's really important. Like, could you imagine if, for example, that relationship wasn't there with Isaac or the coaches and there's no video element? Like, imagine yeah. going out with a, an article and it's just not as impactful mm. to so many people. Yeah. I, I the, the action of him telling the group as well is like, yeah. I, I And probably, like, some of his teammates would have already known, right? Like, it shouldn't be a shock, but... Um, it's just so raw, like it's just, yeah. it's just really, really cool. And I saw like um, some really famous people retweeted, like the NBA retweeted it, and that journalist Adrian Wodge, Wodge, yeah, Wodge, Wodge yeah. Um, 
so it's got cut through and like yeah really well done by the melbourne united team good job by tom and laura i think over there yeah yeah good call and i think the there's probably another video person i'm not sure who their name is yeah um and really well spoken by Isaac too. Like how about that? Like just to focus on actually the confidence to do that. Like that'd be mm. so intimidating. But um, any more from you on that? I think it's just important that we touch on it. No, I think it's just it's just really nice. And like hopefully it does give the confidence to those other athletes around the world that like it's it's fine. Like yeah, it's you not know. a thing that you should have to worry about anymore. No, exactly, exactly right. Um, and last, my last thought on this is. It's sort of like um, my brain went to imagine the amount of people sort of struggling, whether you athletes or lower level athletes, athletes that don't have mm. like the support of a whole media team to um, come out with this. Like, I don't know, like my brain went to that. Like it's sort of sad in a way. Like he fortunately had like the support around him, but I wonder how many sort of lower level athletes don't have that whole digital team to help him or help her or help them with that. It's it's an interesting mm. one, but. Yeah, um, and help get the messaging right and, like, protect you a little yeah. bit as well. Yeah, yeah, protection. Yeah, it's a good point. Mm. Um, this one, last last example of the week, Jules, um, really interesting video series from the NBL teams, Illawarra Hawks and Sydney Kings. So they're, in quotation mark, rivalry, rival rival mm-hmm. teams. Sorry, so they're both in Sydney. Um, but they've done a, a combined video series. So two digital teams working together to, I think there's multiple ep- episodes, um, using our favorite collaboration feature on Instagram, but I just thought this was, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, they obviously the Hawks accepted this from the Kings. So that's nice of them. Um, but no, I just thought it was really interesting that two teams have gone out of the way to produce a mini documentary series together. I haven't seen that it's before. Very different, isn't it? I wonder how it works. I don't know. Good relationships, I guess. Yeah. And, Helps that a few former players have played for both. So this guy on screen, he he's formerly played for um, the Illawarra Hawks. So it's sort yeah. of like crossing over between same talent. You'd have to really, um, you'd have to get together and plan out like precisely the messaging that you'd want to like to be present yeah. in this, wouldn't you? Like you wouldn't be able to just go. And how it positively affects both clubs. Both. Like it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just focusing on Carlton. It's like, oh, shit, so how do we make sure this comes across right for them as well? But I just thought it's yeah. the, I haven't taken the time to probably watch episode one, but um, thought it was worth touching on. Probably would have yeah, helped to watch it, to be honest. But That's all right. Maybe you can watch it this week and um, you can give us a report on it next Thanks, week. Thanks, Jules. Oh, yeah, that's right. Maybe I'll do that's that. Right. Um, sorry, that was, that was me. Three bits of examples, but uh, done. That's good, mate. Another another week sitting on your ass. Another three bits of content. That's that's <laughs> good by you, doesn't it? <laughs> Should we jump into one of our favourite segments, Michael Barker? I'd love nothing more. So let's go to egg of the week. Egg of the week. Now let's you're kicking this off for us. Yes. What have you brought to the table? This one is funny. This one is a great, really, really good egg. I Someone else, I didn't find it, so it came up on my feed. But um, <laughs> So someone, oh, ESPN Australia posted this that um, the caption is point of view UFC cameraman's first day on the job. And basically it's just that front on view of this fighter walking out to his fight and then the camera person has clearly got the wrong, like he, they don't know who they're filming. They're not filming their fighter. They're actually filming one of the trainers at the back and the trainer just points like, it's not me. I'm not the fighter. It's him. <laughs> it's just a great like five-second video. But Oh, dear. 
How embarrassing. How oh, you could see that might happen. Like the guy behind him is also doing the like side of the cross. He's got his hands wrapped in shit. Yeah, it looks serious. It's, it's, I just had a laugh. Um, that's my egg, Jules. Just had a bit yeah. of a giggle during the week of that. Love it. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Um, I've got one that's going to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. Let's have a look, eh? Uh, so this is from the Guardian Australian, Australia. Uh, the France mascot for the Olympics has been announced. Um, and the immediate feedback is that it looks like, and I quote, oh. <laughs> a giant clitoris in trainers. Wow, that's <laughs> that's something. <laughs> not, not a word I'd ever thought would come across this pod. Yeah. Um, thoughts? You maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, you can see it, can't you? A little. Um, <laughs> yeah, a bit, a bit odd. <laughs> Don't really know what to say. That's yeah, funny bit, though. Bit I'm strange. Sure. Like, so Do you the explanation like is like it's it's some like hat that is from the French Revolution, right? But um, it does uh, have like some resemblance to... Ye olde clitoris. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I'm just wondering that in like the early sketches, like, you know, like obviously concept drawing and showing the team what people... Th- so, so you actually cut out... The, what is it actually meant to be? A hat? A hat. Yeah, like a... So the the Phrygies, f- P-H-R-Y-G-E-S, were unveiled for the Olympics and Paralympic Games. They were presented as the shape of a Fergian cap, the floppy oh. conical hat associated with the French Revolution. Um, but yes, you, okay. you're right. Great yeah. for you. Um, <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> um, that's my egg, friends. Thanks for that. Uh, perhaps like do some anatomy practice. Like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe their uh, high school sex education wasn't uh, up to scratch. Who knows? Up to speed. Yeah. Um, that's it for me for eggs. Great. Like that from you. Different. Very different. different. <laughs> uh, let's get on to some bosses, shall we? Boss of the week. Boss of the week. Boss, 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 boss. Boss of the week. Bit of an onslaught. So I w- I'd like you to go first, please. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, just yeah why not? Yours. Um, mine's short and sweet. Yeah, um, caught this on the weekend. Uh, something from Bleacher Report. This guy has taken <laughs> a, a girl to a game um, and he's flexing with his Costco membership. Uh, What's that, like a rewards thing? Is that yeah, like- so Costco's like that wholesaler <laughs> and you have to have a membership to go and shop there. And like she, to, to his credit, she looks genuinely impressed. So maybe this is like a... Maybe it's, yeah, it worked or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I say boss, like flex where you can, my, I my like boy. I like boss, yeah. Yeah, it's like 60 bucks a year. I can get wholesale <laughs> prices. I can get you bulk vodka. I can get like eggs, tuna. And yeah, you come with me. We'll go to Costco. We'll have a dollar slice of pizza and have a nice time. That's a real realistic approach of like what um, would help day-to-day life in a relationship. That you can, yeah. You can, so it'd be like if me just flashing the, I don't know, the Woolies, whatever they're called. <laughs> the rewards card. Yeah, yeah be like this bad boy. I got points. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff for you. Um, I've uh, got jump into yours. Yeah, I've got a few. First one. Um, so the Melbourne Storm went out 
I'm pretty sure this is vision of the actual player at his wedding, but the vision, there's a, I don't know nothing about Melbourne Storm in the NRL, but there's a player that um, I assume is coming back from injury and it's his first time running and they've done a quick reel where they've shown, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's actually um, the actual player himself at his wedding turning around and crying. Cause I was looking at this video over and over again. Um, they do look too similar to be. So let's just assume it's a snippet from this player's wedding where he's turning around and crying at what I assume is his wife walking down the aisle and then it flashes to himself running on the oval. I'm just a quick <laughs> boss. Great content. That's a great one. Might great have to con- get Bray to confirm that one. Yes, our, our boy Bray that we'll hopefully talk to soon. Um, just a bit of a sneak preview to you listeners. Next one, a um, bit of sound. Jules, you can listen to it on yourself, but I'll, yeah. I'll explain it and we can put it in the pod. But um, real stupid content from probably someone you know more than me, but uh, NF, NFL Ravens player Justin Tucker walks on stage at a press conference and um, that stupid saying of... Um, Oh, oh, he so he walks onto stage, and I'm just trying to remember this without sound. But he's just he just says to the press, he's like, "You smell that? That's up. That's up, dog. That's up, dog." And then <laughs> some player says, "What's up, dog?" And he's like, "Not much yourself." And then he just carries over this preference. It's just completely stupid, but I love it. That's my sense of humor. You guys smell that? It smells like up, dog. What's up, dog? Nothing much, man. So are you? Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's to put it in there. I um, like that. The third one relates to, I think, what's your going to be con- your controversial call, but um, Twitter, no. Twitter, obviously now. So um, you got to play for blue ticks, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Tom Thibodeau, Thibodeau. Why have I forgotten how to? I'm the NBA expert here. <laughs> anyway, the New York Knicks coach. Um, why have I forgotten how to pronounce that? Thibodeau. I don't know. The New York Knicks coach, there's a um, – I'm going to egg myself for that one. I should know that. But anyway, this this uh, fan has gone over a way to pay You've really Twitter. thrown yourself here, haven't have you? A, You've lost it. Hang on. Tom Thibodeau. I think it's – it's Thib. Like, it's because they call him Thibs. Like that's – maybe it's Thibodeau then. Anyway, say that 10 times. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, um, a fan is paid to have a blue tick to basically pretend to be the Knicks, New York, the New York Knicks head coach Tom Thibodeau, um, and I just found it really funny. Like it's probably only the people that are into the NBA, but if you scroll their profile, it's just some really silly tweets about. Um, it's like the cross of like he knows his Knicks stuff, but then it's like also from a fan's perspective of what people actually think about. Yeah. Um, players but anyway my boss is basically paying because you've got to pay for this account now to have a blue tick it's it, yeah. it seems real and it, i just love i know i know twitter might die but peak twitter stuff from someone who loves their nba so it's it's a commitment to pay 12 dollars a, a commi- month to run yeah, a exactly. account, isn't it <laughs> exactly right and that's the boss so you summarized it well <laughs> very good that's a, again a lot from you you should play on impressive Gotta give you more COVID more often, don't we? Uh, I'd rather not. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for your care. Now, before we go to our controversial controversial call. Is this my surprise? Um, this is your surprise, Michael Barker. And I've got to put a shout out to um a friend friend of the show. Um, has it uploaded? On the back of our discussion last week around and i haven't watched this yet either it's hot off the press i wasn't sure it was going to come through for the show wow um on the back of our discussion last week about mascots um i went to friend of the show um basil zakali um who was formerly the essendon football club mascot 
and um, asked him to to record some answers to some questions about the state of mascots in wow. Australia. And I thought, could have a watch, uh, have a listen, and we'll discuss. So let me know when you've got the video and we'll watch it at the same time and kind of then come back and have a chat about it. G'day, boys. First time caller, long time listener. Um, been waiting for this moment to get a call up, I guess, to do something. Um, you know, it's been a while. I've spent hard-earned money on you guys to get a t-shirt and some merch um and still never got a call up for anything but you know i get this one from jules while he's at a concert about asking about mascots and why the salary difference is from australia to the u.s and he wanted um the knowledge of a former mascot so i thought i'd give it to you but yeah i think um i listened to the episode that you guys were talking about uh the nba mascots and i think it was Benny the Bull, and it might have been the Denver Nuggets mascot earning over half a million dollars. Um, and I guess why it hasn't taken off in Australia. Um, but being in the mascot scene, I think there's a lot of things that need to take into account. Um, a mascot role in Australia, generally speaking, is a casual role. You get caught up to do kinders, you know, events to turn up, some training sessions, and then obviously home and away Melbourne or state game days, wherever you're located. Um, and in saying that, um, you know, despite it being a casual role, I worked out, you know, and I was very fortunate that my manager at the time was from the US, um, had a big belief about mascots being bigger, um, even let me get a t-shirt gun. Uh, however, I could never, was never allowed to use it. Uh, but yeah, we, you know, I was on pretty good money, um, while I was at uni, uh, while, doing it um, on a casual rate. Um, the hourly rate was really, really good. And if I worked um, on a full-time salary, I guess, or full-time hours, sorry, um, with that hourly rate, it would have been, you know, in the middle six figures. Uh, so it wasn't um, a bad job. I guess the difference between us and, you know, the NBA is the NBA has 86 games or something like that throughout the season, um, you know, and that's why they probably earn so much money. You know, compared to the NFL mascots, they're only earning on average, I think it was 50K or something like that, and they play about 17 games, sort of like the AFL. Um, what I think is happening with, you know, the higher-paying mascots is I definitely believe there's more than one person in that suit. Um, it would be such a tough job to do um a continuous job and definitely you know when you see their stunts and skits that they do um you can sort of tell that it isn't the same person whether there's one that's a clear dancer one that's a clear stunt performer um and one that's a clear popcorn thrower as benny is um you know there's definitely some different type of people that are in there to make it obviously work and i think that's the beauty of that sort of job is that no one knows who's behind the mask uh, so, you know, I guess if um, the AFL was to ever earn as much money as the NBA did, um, then, yeah, maybe that some um, people would be able to earn a bit more coin being a mascot. But, you know, when you're looking at it from the NBA's perspective, especially those two who are on the higher paying ends, I mean, they're earning more than some of the majority. Sorry, they're earning uh, more than majority of the AFL players. So it's a bit ridiculous to consider a Skeeter, for example, to be walking around with 500K in his back pocket, running around the MCG on Nanzac Day. But um, that's my point. And hopefully next time I get a question about something that I'm more regular working in. 
Cheers, lads. <laughs> that's uh that's unreal insight and access from you, Jules. I I'll applaud that effort from you. That's really good, Basil. Thank you. Um yeah, thanks, Baz. Last th- last minute notice as well. Like I really got him uh at a, a good time. <laughs> that's elite though. That's that's really interesting. And um yeah, it's, I guess that does make sense if there'd be multiple people behind it. And I like his analysis of if you actually look at what they're doing, you can tell it's different people. That's a keen mascot eye from Baz. Yeah. Um but yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the key, like a full time role via a casual role. Not we're not just talking about the money, but like the the acceptance. Like mm, if you true. if you're trying to build a strategy around a mascot or like something like that and you only have them coming in once a week or just so on like a, game a consistency day. element is yeah. what you're talking. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, true. But I mean, I wonder if we could ever get to that point where someone's so invested from the marketing side of things that they think they could help oh, I could help a club full-time. Like, that'd be yeah. interesting. I wouldn't know, but... I don't know. It's... it's um, Yeah, it's... A, I don't know if it's needed, but, like, yeah, it's definitely interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the luxury of, the, like, we always sort of, I guess... Um, uh, like, the, the American landscape probably gives them a luxury too because there's so many people involved and such a massive giant, like, they've probably get the luxury mm. to do things and focus on things like mascots a lot more. Yeah. And, and like, you're right. It, 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 like um, Baz said, like 80 games a year, you you got to keep something. you got to have something else to entertain people rather than just yeah. the, the sport, I guess. Like it sounds, it sounds like, like the sport should be enough, right? But like what's going to get your kid over the line to actually come down or like, mm. Yeah, exactly. Actually want to go to a game or, or is there something for them to do? It's I don't know if it's a full-time investment, but maybe more than a, just a casual thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, yep. What does Baz do now that he'd like to talk about? Clearly so there's Baz, a bit of <laughs> – it's not just a mascot. Ba- no, Basil now works uh, social media for Disney. So oh, wow. an interesting chat um, one day. We'll probably get him on for sure. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Did, just did this really cool launch with the new Black Panther movie, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Forever, well. yeah. Yeah, um, and this artist, this really great um, Melbourne-based artist who does these incredible um, Indigenous artwork like murals, um, Ad, Adnate, I think they are. Um, okay. Yeah, it would, would be a worthwhile chat. Maybe we should get him on the show. I think I think that sounds something like one of our hosts should probably orchestrate if he's got a relationship. But yeah, oh good mate, stuff. I was at I how's this? <laughs> fuck you! I was at a concert and it came into my head and I'm like, no, nah, fuck the this! I'll give him a message. I'm standing there in the middle of a concert, sweating my balls off, getting pushed <laughs> left, right, and center, and and you still have the fucking audacity to say maybe you should get me piss off, Barker. I mean, it's not your my decision to, for you to do it at a concert. Just bit that's of how committed sing. I am to this show, friends and enemies. <laughs> or poor time management. It's it's about time we stop glorifying the grind, Jules. <laughs> or it just shows how bad my ADHD is that I can sit in the middle of a concert and actually start <laughs> thinking about something else. Yeah, about shit. Anyway. Um, not, not like I'm busy doing anything. Let's nah. talk about the pod next week. <laughs> I like the phone edition. Though. Maybe yeah. we can try to make a point to surprise each other with um, when we bring content, bring in our experts. I think just like a little, um, like if we talk about something one week and we don't want a whole show on it, I don't think it hurts. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll post that full video um, on our feed this week. I think you'll enjoy it. Basil's a really good guy. 
um, he's, he worked hard as a mascot and then went and was Essendon's social media manager as well for a bit. So he's got his experience. Um, that's, that's an upgrade and a half. Nothing against mascots, but. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, probably the pay wasn't by the sound of it. How's <laughs> <laughs> the, the casual life? I was full time hours. Yeah, middle triple uh, six figure. Uh, yeah. But anyway. I'm telling you, you and I learned how to do a couple of backflips and we're in. Yeah, we've been focusing the wrong thing, like you said. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we should take classes and film it, make some Dance. content for our YouTube, just backflip classes, gymnastics. Yeah. Anyway, let's jump on to uh, what's becoming our. One of our favourite segments, Barks, the controversial call. Let's do it. I don't have one, so I want to hear what you've got for me. Now, I'm going to do a massive backflip talking about them. Um, <laughs> good one. Last good week segue. I said, S-U-G-A-U-E. last week I said, delete uh, Twitter. Now nah, I'm back on it. I love Elon. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> way to stick with your opinion and stick so Fuck, Elon is like providing me so. Much. I I do feel bad for all the people that are losing their jobs. I sorry, this is this yeah, is well. part content controversial call. Like I I do understand that there's a lot going on, but fuck me, he's just a clown, and I am enjoying every second of the Twitter being like now the most talked about social media platform in the world. Is, is it all just a big ploy? I reckon it might be. This guy is like. So nuts that it might actually be the most genius thing he's ever done to drive the value of Twitter up or down so he could get rid of it. I don't know. It's it's a really good point because like, I've seen I've obviously seen people talking about it nonstop on this like yeah. last tweet. You've, you've even seen sporting clubs go into it like while Twitter's yeah. around. Here's something that we would normally post, which is fun. Mm. But it reminds me of like the I don't know how much you uh, paid attention to the Lavar Ball like when he was at his peak of like taking the piss out of his sons in the NBA. Like yeah. it's all just marketing. Oh, 100%. Like, this guy is clearly deranged, right? But what he's doing might actually work. We just don't know what he's trying to do, though. We right? just don't know what he's trying to do. <laughs> oh, well, um, it's, I, no, I rate it for me. I'm not going to argue because I, I sort of see where you're going with it. Yeah. Um, that That's me, I think. I, I for your... one, welcome our new overlord, Elon. So your your call is I love Elon just for people that didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm back on him. I'm, I might go buy a Tesla. Wait, well, okay. Well, I yeah. mean, if you can afford that, um, I'll have one, two things. Right. <laughs> uh, but that's it for me. That's all I got. Great. That was good. Um, okay, guys, wrap it up. That's episode six, friends and enemies. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Basil once again. Uh, we'll do one final shout out because we appreciate that that message and the effort from you Jules I hope you didn't I hope you really enjoyed your concert it was a great concert thank you who was it yeah. probably won't know uh, cool enough to know it was Sly Withers got finally bought a, a band t-shirt for the first time in ages but um yeah, nah, one of my favourite cool bands yeah one of my favourite bands at the moment um so it was a great concert down nice. in Northcote not too far away either. And you yeah. say you haven't bought a band t-shirt for ages, but you just filmed two weeks ago in a Nirvana t-shirt. Yeah, but I haven't bought that one in a while. That was okay, like, that was an old one I just found. Funnily yeah, enough, enough, if you want a little funny story to, to finish off on the show, okay. that Nirvana t-shirt, I have had that since like, I don't know, since I lived at home with mum and dad, probably like year nine or ten. Um, still fits. Still fits. Which goes to show, like, this physique, baby, doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, 
This is on your physique. I remember the very, literally the very first thing I remember from you from starting at Carlton is you made some sarcastic comment about your body being a temple, and I'm like, who is it? Swanker ended up being Julian Wallace. My body is a temple, everyone. Uh, Has it changed since whatever that t-shirt? Yeah, t-shirt. I've made, maintained the same 16-year-old physique. <laughs> That's not... It's, it's like you're trying to brag, but it's, oh, it's a bit weird. Um, anyway, so I've had this T-shirt for ages. Someone bought it for me as like a, a Christmas present. Um, great Nirvana T-shirt. Big Nirvana fan. But on the back, it's got like some swear, swear words on it. Um, and mum wasn't a big fan of me wearing it back in the day and probably still would cringe if I wore it to their house. Um, so for about 10 years, she hid it from me. Um, so I actually never got to wear it. And then when I moved out, she's like, oh, by the way, I've, I've hidden this for like the last 10 years. So I'm like, fuck, mum. I, I, I thought I lost it. Like I've been looking <laughs> for that t-shirt for 10 years. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I was, but confiscated as, it and gave it back. That's good. I was going to say, as long as it didn't have the word clitter or something, back of it, it'll be fine. <laughs> As long as it doesn't go that far. Clitoris isn't a bad word. It's just It just makes oh, you feel a bit a, uncomfortable, doesn't yeah, it, Mark? It's just not a word you'd hear very often, let alone nah, on Not a normal G-rated conversation podcast. anyway. That's yeah. just not a G-rated podcast. Um, oh, true. But yeah, thought there's your, there's your funny Miriam story for the week. I'm sure Good I can think of some more. Good for me, Miriam. Try to bring more <laughs> Miriam content to the show. I think she'd be oh, a funny lady. Um, we should, maybe oh, should get her on the show. Maybe I'll get her to record a message for this next week. Yeah, okay. I like that. Let's bring her a message. <laughs> New segment. Message from mum. Message from mum. Yeah. Maybe she can do birthday. Can she do a birthday um, messages for players? There's, there's a niche <laughs> reference if you're listening mum to all the episodes. Birthdays, actually. Anyway, we're rambling. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, as usual, fine. Watch, watch us because I didn't get to see Jules. Jules didn't get to see me on YouTube. Um, and socials you'll find we're trying to do more snippets etc etc because Riverside makes it easy baby so thanks Riverside thanks Jules any final touches from yourself uh, I thought I'd, I'd put on the camera so we can see each other for the, for the I actually can't see you're a black screen oh god I'm a black screen <laughs> okay so as long as it works in the final yeah, Xbox we'll but, be fine um, catch us next week if you've got any guest um, suggestions we mentioned our good friend Bray um, hoping to speak to him because he's fresh. Well, I think he's just ticked over six months at Melbourne Storm, so it'd be a good, interesting chat. I think Jules, um, from someone who's not in Clubland to someone who's now in Clubland, so that's one name we're looking at. If you've got any other, I don't know, mascots, whatever it might be, uh, let us know. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Jules. Have a great Sunday, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Nice. Nice.